Hey, good morning, London. Another great Saturday morning. Of course, I always say that. What day that you are alive is it not a great day? Right? Philosophy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in deep thought to start the program already. Ron Young, your host, alongside me, Peter Martone, my co-host as always. Good morning, London. Great to see you, Pete. Things yeah. are going well. Things are going well, Ron. Good. Uh, we have a lot of things to talk about and discuss this morning. Uh, if you are just tuning in and some of these uh, topics might appeal to you, probiotic yogurts. Are you one to drink uh, a lot of different pro- probiotic yogurts? Mm-hmm. Do you, Do have you choose yogurt? that over standard yogurt? Yeah. Why? Um, as a patient, are you allowed to record your doctor? Hmm. Very controversial. Could be used for later circumstances. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, Pete, an article that you pulled on uh, Mr. Smith. GMO foods and whether it is necessary, not something that we have to choose in right. the near future. Right. Yeah. Very interesting. So, uh, Pete, we always try and open up with uh, what's been happening around MedPoint, and we are pleased to say that the Byron Gym has reached capacity, and we are now. Shutting the doors, we're moving that gym to um, the West 5 development at West Elbourne and Oxford Road. Mm-hmm. Really just, exciting. Just west of that. Yeah. 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 I cannot wait. I'm very excited. We've seen the Byron Gym grow from, a f- there's been two trainers. I remember we had no desk. We were sitting in lawn chairs to have a couple clients to <laughs> nearly every hour of the day, there's at least one or two trainers training their clients in there. Um from right from 6 a.m. right till 7 p.m. So it's mm-hmm. excellent. We know that that is a, a need to grow into a bigger space. So we, we, we took that step forward. Yeah. Very excited for it. It's great. And what we're going to be doing is we will have an open house uh, at some point in the middle of September. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we want to welcome everybody into the gym so that you can see the space. And perhaps if you feel the need to sign up for classes or perhaps you'd like the one-on-one training, course we would be happy to uh, assist you with that and uh, just welcome you to the new uh, facility mm-hmm. and a welcoming to the neighborhood yeah stay tuned for some for, for some dates for that uh, for the open house if you're in the riverbend area right now and you want some information on this you can of course visit the website medpoint.ca and you can get a hold of us with, through the contact form we are coming to your uh, area of town so please be advised and uh you know, if you if you let us know you're interested in services now, then uh, we can obviously get you started for as soon as we open. Mm-hmm. Another thing, Pete, that I love, and it's you know getting back to school. Uh, dare I even say that on Whoa. the radio? That was early. Yeah, well, here we are, August. What is it, twelfth or thirteenth? Here, August twelfth. Yeah, and we're talking about school. <laughs> no. Uh, we got about a, we're about a month away, but mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people winding down vacations, uh, they're looking to get back into a regular routine. They want exercise and they want diet uh, in check. And Rebecca, our, our dietitian, is excellent. You may have benefits uh, for her uh, sessions, and it's 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 an excellent experience. I've never really uh, fully understood diet dietetics. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, how a dietitian caters a session around your goals and stuff like that. But having Rebecca non-judgmental, she's awesome. You come in, uh, she will help set you on the right path, and it is a really fun uh, way to kind of get your health on track. Because you go back to your own kitchen, and you have an influence not only on your diet but also on your family as well. Huge influence on your family. You know, some th- your kids look up to you, and it, it, whatever you're doing, they're going to kind of take that and 
and run with it and mm-hmm. learn from you. And we want to make sure we're instilling good habits. Of course, that's what it's all about. Make sure that uh, we set you on the path to good health. One of the things that Rebecca might talk to you if you were in a session with her is yogurts because it's something that we love. Certainly, uh, some people may not love it as much because of intolerances, but the majority of people, safe to say, have yogurt. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'll touch on something that Rebecca posted, uh, I think, last week or a week before about yogurt and the sugar content. I know we're going to get in talking about probiotics, but... Just looking at the sugar content of the yogurt from the nutrition label and whether it's coming from naturally sourced or added sugar. Right. And it was I watched the video and I was informed because she compared a vanilla yogurt to a plain yogurt. And you look at the ingredients and the plain yogurt simply had just yogurt. There was nothing added. Where you, yeah. And it had, I think, 5 grams of sugar per 3 quarters cup. And you look at the other yogurt, it had 16 grams of sugar. And Rebecca was like, be skeptical. Take a look at the ingredient list and no... Truth be told, the the fourth ingredient, I think, was sugar, added yeah. sugar for flavor. And that's huge. You know, that's 11 grams of sugar or 9 grams of sugar, whatever it is, every morning. Well, and, and, and don't they to be a bait lot. you with the low fat? Because yes. it is made with the low fat milk. Low fat is not always healthier. You know, 0% yeah. vanilla. It's still going to, you rather, the plain is much healthier because of the l- less sugar. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can add honey. You can add your own little drop of vanilla in yourself at yeah. home or you add berries and you don't even realize it. It's a great idea, Pete. Anyways, back to what you were discussing, the probiotics. Yeah, the one thing I wanted people to to take away from this kind of message was just the idea that I think having probiotics can be very misleading. Mm-hmm. Because there's products like kefir, and I'm not saying I won't... Let me just preface this with saying I don't think that these products are terrible. Mm-hmm. I won't say, like, don't drink this or don't do that. But it is a, a very good marketing scheme because, uh, you know, when you're sick on antibiotics, one of the things the doctors say is take probiotics. Mm-hmm. And you think that uh, take by consuming a kefir, you're automatically covered or, or you have all your grounds, you know, covered. Anyway, um, but a couple of the things with the probiotics and, and new, new research is coming out on this saying that um, – most studies are funded by the probiotic makers as well as, um, uh, you know, the benefits vary. And mm-hmm. one thing that I was reading about, Peter, was the fact that even though you're consuming the probiotics, you may already have that gut bacteria mm-hmm. within yourself already. So, so you're consuming something that's not being utilized. Exactly. And the other side to that is you could be consuming the kefir or the yogurts and all of a sudden your body can't process and utilize those probiotics. Mm-hmm. So that's the other side to it. So you could be consuming this uh, drink thinking, oh, hey, I'm doing my body a favor, but it's not guaranteed that you know the probiotics you're missing are in that drink mm-hmm. and that they'll be absorbed. And it's not guaranteed that you know you might already have it in your system, and therefore the drink is not really doing much. I kind of compare this to supplements. You know, you know, if you are consuming something like a supplement or a multivitamin, or you're having protein powders or whatever it is, and you already have sufficient amounts of that, you're mm-hmm. just creating expensive urine. You're not utilizing it. So kind of similar in that in that sense. Yeah. Um, going through the article, it basically said that. Um, uh, the kefir had the highest doses, but based on what it is, there's no consensus on what strain, what minimum dose, and what product is best. Certainly more research is needed, um, but uh, it's something that we'll look to maybe try and figure out mm-hmm. more down the road. And yeah, and this article kind of touches on what I began the conversation with. It just look at more of the ingredients, you know, the, the sugar content and things like that might be more harmful to you than having just the non 
pre- probiotic yogurt. Yeah. Well, and there's a image at the very end of the article, and it's saying, how many grams of sugar in a plain yogurt? Seven. How many grams of sugar in a strawberry yogurt? 23. So when you consume a strawberry yogurt, which is quote-unquote healthy for you, you're consuming a plain yogurt and a bowl of Captain Crunch. <laughs> and that was um, that was uh, Robert Lustig, the, an endocrinologist. So just doing a comparison there, a, a quick comparison, uh, obviously it's tough to imagine a yogurt being equivalent to a bowl of Captain Crunch, but we know that Captain Crunch holds like, what, 13... 14 grams per serving. And that's per serving. I know that you're not measuring out your Captain Crunch at home. Or your yogurt. I guarantee you're not having three quarters of a cup exactly. I guarantee a couple heaps of spoonfuls there. Very, very true, Peter. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, are you visiting your doctor and perhaps recording the conversations you're having? Well, after the break, we're going to be seeing what kind of repercussions that could hold. Uh, stay tuned. This is the MedPoint Health Half Hour, only on AM 980. Welcome back to the program every Saturday morning, 10 AM, MedPoint Health Half Hour. Hey, we love having you listen to the show. If you have any feedback for us, please send us an email, ron at medpoint.ca, or you can email peter, peter at medpoint.ca. Not hard to remember. Easy um, names. Easy names. Kind of old school names, I'd say. I don't know any Ron under the age of, say, 50, maybe. And it's funny because I met a Ron uh, a couple weeks ago, and he he said, it's a pretty old name, like your parents must have been old-fashioned. And I said, I found that out very quickly, yes, that <laughs> I'm one of the only Rons of my age, I feel. Well, maybe another Ron. They can email you at ron at medpoint.ca. <laughs> yeah. If your name is Ron, email me. <laughs> uh, Peter is also a kind of, I know a lot more Peters, though, than mm-hmm. Ron, so... You're safe. I think it's a little less, but it, it is still an, an older yeah. style name. Well, hey, Pete, we were going to talk a little bit about GMO because I know people love the buzzwords, right? I mean, <laughs> that is a buzzword for sure. And uh, I stumbled upon this article from Chef Michael Smith. Where he is actually backing GMO food and he's saying that it's inappropriate or we shouldn't be just avoiding this pro- or this topic because by the year 2020 i think you wrote or 2050 i can't remember exactly um we need to be feeding 10 billion people on this planet wow so and we're already struggling right now yeah and if we can somehow create our food that is not going to harm us yeah um we should be definitely looking into that because it's gonna obviously save a lot of lives. Yeah. Starvation will be a, a, a serious problem in the coming years. Yes, that's true. And I know that GMO is one of the things that people hear and they say, no, I don't want GMO. I want to stay for organic, organic, organic. Okay, great. That's that's fine. But I mean, we will have to explore this option soon because yeah. we're going to be feeding more and more and more people um, and we just won't have the resources for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it is very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of people too that are really changing a lot of the things that they eat now because of documentaries on mm-hmm. Netflix and stuff like that, which sometimes are have myths in them as well. And yeah. And then you got to always watch who's supporting these documentaries. Yeah. You know, you may, I watched one the other day and it's told me that I basically couldn't eat any types of meat. And it was talking about chicken and, uh, and meats we assume to be healthy. Right. And then you, and then eggs as well. And you look at who supported this article and, and it's the, the dairy farmers, you know, like things like that or, or mm. whoever it is, you know. I know it's, it is tough. And I, I, I actually was vegetarian for a, f- a few weeks mm-hmm. there. Uh, we changed up our diet, but um, 
we uh, obviously had a tragic thing happen in our lives and people brought us food and it had meat in it. So we slowly kind of uh, incorporated that back into our lifestyle. Now, we know the benefits of eating a plant-based diet and mm-hmm. they are they are very good. So we, we're not ref- refuting that. And we're I'm just not saying, saying go and eat GMO food either. I'm just yeah. saying be open to learning about it, learning about the health effects and yeah. whether or not the study and the science shows that this actually isn't going to be too terrible for you if you're eating it in small amounts or eating it um, in whatever product. Because a lot of food these days, anything corn-based, soy-based, or beet-based, or whatever it is, yeah, um, those are GMO mostly because they're, we need so many of them. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, yeah, yeah, we just have to make sure that we are aware of what we're consuming and be open to influence by other things, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you get stuck in, in, in one train of thought... It can be very hard to to divert that path of, of thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where people who are very closed off to stuff, as soon as you suggest something differently, they will just completely shut down their minds and listening to that conversation. Uh, in, in reality, we are going to have a world that is, you know, 10 billion people. I know the uh, birth rate is a lot higher than the death rate, mm-hmm. and uh, we can probably see that trend continuing to go the same way so that being said i mean yeah obviously food is going to be at a at a uh, premium so to say uh perhaps we'll have shortages and stuff like that so something to uh, be aware of and and obviously there is going to have more research done on it it's getting some celebrity attention as we know and we would love to see more information come down the wire on it peter when was the last time you visited your doctor hmm my annual medical? Yeah. Did you feel the need to record your doctor at all? No, uh, I didn't feel the need, but as we are about to get into, I know there may be a reason why you may feel like you want to. Yeah, this is becoming something new because obviously everybody has their smartphone on hand and every smartphone has a recorder on it or perhaps they bring their own recording device into the uh, doctor's office. And doctors are saying now, you know what, we don't want to be recorded. And it's not for the fact that they don't have confidence in their diagnosis and stuff like that. They feel that it really impacts the trust built in the patient practitioner relationship, which Mm -hmm. is interesting Mm -hmm. because, you know, when, if I was giving you advice, Peter, and I knew you were recording me, then I might be a little more cautious as to what I'm saying. Maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? I I think so. I I might be distracted by you recording me. I think it should be building more of a confidence in each other. You know, Mm -hmm. I may be recording it just to review it back so I know exactly what you said. So when you, whatever the diagnosis or this treatment you've told me that I know Word for word, what to do when I go to the pharmacy or or, or a um, specialist. That's that's another argument, obviously, because uh, I know my mom. She had well, she has a brain tumor, and she goes to specialists, and they say all these areas of the brain and blah blah blah. And she comes out of there, and she just knows when her next appointment is, not necessarily what happened. Uh, and she'll oftentimes take my dad in there or ask me if I'm free mm-hmm. so that I can hear what the doctor has to say. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, yeah, it's probably it pretty useful. But I mean, if you can still, you can take that and say you're using it for that purpose, but then if something ever was to happen, mm-hmm. you can use it as for legal reasons. And and that's where the, the gray, the gray area is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I mean, if, if you're, if you're a physician and you're diagnosing and you are putting giving someone a treatment you want to be as confident as you can in what you're doing and 
I would hope that they would stand behind what they're saying mm-hmm. and that it's their truth and honesty behind it and that, that when they – if there was an issue and there wasn't any recording, they, they would say this is what I did say and this is my mistake and things yeah. like that. So, you know, now – so I, I, I can kind of compare this to it obviously not in the same kind of area. But I mean whenever you call any phone company or any company bell or – banking company yeah. you're saying they were recording a conversation for improvement and safety purposes or whatever so that could be the some some type of legislation or something that gets put in that for for the doctor's offices yeah. maybe for safety purposes that it is important and then if it's if it's across the board then there's nothing to be worried about yeah well this is happening more and more frequently in the united states of america and they're saying that only um patients in most places have the right to record even without the doctor's consent only 12 states um, are require permission from all parties for audio recording. So twelve of the f- mm-hmm. fifty-two, right? Yeah, if we're including Alaska and there's fifty states, Hawaii, fifty, just fifty, just fifty states. Well, there you go. <laughs> we we don't know as much as I think. I think the United States. <laughs> Look, know we know more about the U.S. than they, they know, know about us. us. I watched yeah. a video recently of asking where they, they asked Americans where North Korea was, and some of them pointed at Canada. So. <laughs> that's true yes and we all need to know where north korea is now yes. especially <laughs> but um anyways yeah getting back to this uh, like there is the health insurance portability and accountability act and mm-hmm. that's uh, what grants privacy protection to patient records but there's also the implications as to if you were to record somebody and this goes with us as kinesiologists as well what mm-hmm. if somebody recorded our consult well what happens when they leave the office what happens if they lose their cell phone that audio is now recorded, and it it's uh, it could be classified as a breach of privacy. So there is a lot to this, and it's not just a cut and dry thing. But uh, you know, the, the this article raises a lot of great points, and certainly uh, something that we'll have to look out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I always ask for permission first. I'd say, and if there is an issue, you'd have to obviously look elsewhere. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So. Um, anyways, that's all the time, unfortunately, we have for today. We uh, thank you for tuning in to the program. Of course, we'd love to have you along as always. You should visit our website, medpoint.ca, uh, for more information on our services. We have uh, kinesiologists, dietitians. we got specialists uh, on site, cardiology, dermatology, Massage therapy. Massage therapy, Just that's added. a good one. Um, our executive health services was what the business was built on three hour, five hour medical. If you feel that you maybe just haven't had a comprehensive, uh, health assessment in a long time, come on by and we'll, uh, we'll set you up with one. It's a great time, especially start of the year, get this done and, uh, have some uh, diagnostics to go forward, right. And baselines to compare to. So that's all we got for today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll join you next week for another great episode. Cheers.